Yo, 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 what is up? I'm Shiko. I'm Yam. And I'm Gadani. And this is Okay, okay. Kiyasi. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what in the fake twentieth century? That sounded like that twentieth century song. Oh yeah, yeah you're right, girl. Yeah. Like, I don't have the lion or oh, the lion is MGM. Never mind. Lol. What's the lion's st- song? I don't, I don't know that he has a song. He just wrote. Unless it's Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway. <laughs> What's happening? It is. It is. It is. Um, first of all, I'm very disappointed in you guys because you did not point out my hat. Um, oh. Her hat yes. is the pandemic hat. Woof. It's my pandemic hat. I wore this hat, I, I think, every single day for two years. It's woof. Literally. And it's chapad. Oh. It looks so bad. It's, it got down. Hey. It got but it down. took you through a time. If I think about like all the um screenshots I have of us on like house party. Remember the pandemic yeah. app of the oh. future? Oh house. my gosh. It's you know it closed. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah, it does. It did because um, my one of my really good friends, um, her and her family talk on it every Sunday, and sometime ago I was talking to her and she was like, "Hiya, did you know house party closed? So me and my family are looking for a new app now where we can still bond and play games and whatever." That's actually such a good yeah. idea. It was so. a good one. It was. It was. Hiya, Gadani. How how was your week? How did you spend it? How are you living? How are you breathing? I don't know that I'm breathing, I'm living. I have a coma, I think. I'm sick. I haven't been sick in 75 years. It feels so weird to be sick. Like, it's just... Burnout! Surakama burnout. Um, I told you. <laughs> I told you, Shauriako. It's your anyway. own Shauri. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry also that you are sick. <laughs> It's your own Shauri. <laughs> don't you, sorry now. Um, but yeah, so I'm exhausted. I have spent the day in bed. Um, my throat, I'm coughing another cough over there. Like, you know, the thing is, because I don't get sick often. When I get sick, my body's like, it is time. Yeah, so I'm tired. Um, I'll probably have to take the day off tomorrow because I feel like I got run over by a truck. It's also the last week of working in the office. Woo, 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 woo. So. We're only in the office till Thursday. Then next week we're virtual. Then it's December, which means it's my birthday. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes. But yeah, that's... We love that. We love that for you. Um, mm. Such season. I'm so happy. But yeah, that's how many... If any of you want to wish Gadoni a happy birthday, her birthday is on Jamhuri Day, December 12th. Yeah, man. Yep. December 12th, mm. I turned 35. Damn. Loud. Yeah. Old. Also, I told Nyam that I've decided by this time next year I'll have a partner. I don't know what I'm going to do because I still hate people. But anyway, oh, <laughs> this chick is wild. <laughs> Can you imagine she just woke up one morning and she was like, "You know what? 
by this time next year i'll be first she said she'll be married i was just like girl you've been telling us how your anti-establishment how has this uh, like seriously me i think it's the burnout honestly (laughs) (laughs) she's just like i need someone to help me with all this shit yeah i'm like today i needed someone to bring the soup in bed they want their soup (laughs) yeah if i'm getting sick that nigga needs to be in my life anyway um so next year my stead man will be existing i don't know where i'll meet him because i still hate people and i don't want to go out anywhere but he'll be delivered to my door by the lord hallelujah Amen. <laughs> glory to him. <laughs> glory, glory. Glory. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yam, how's your week? Yep. My week was good. Um, very smooth. Uh my students were submitting assignments. There's some people who have delayed, so we're still working on that. So I think it's still gonna be pretty heavy. A couple of late nights until maybe Tuesday. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Uh, it's a lot of reading, but uh, yeah, I love what I do. So that's basically what my whole week has been about. Um, oh, teacher, nice. Watched what? Wa- watched uh, what's it called? Black Panther, Nini, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, on Thursday. Verdict. It was nice. It was nice. It was long. I feel like that. Samatu Kweli, that that cinema looked like, you know, when your phone has smudges. <laughs> I didn't feel like that. <laughs> I don't even feel like the picture quality was like super clear. I felt oh like I wanted to, you know, when you want to do like this with like a wipe, you know, you just like wipe the screen. I don't know. Um, but also, oh it's been a while gosh. since I went to the movies. So I was like, maybe that's the vibe. Who knows? <laughs> uh-uh, you can't be paying money to go watch CCTV. <laughs> <laughs> not so yeah, I was like <laughs> <laughs> but legit it was giving it was giving it was giving like was it giving android oh damn oh my god Shari where are the said, chills Steve Shari said is that way oh my gosh where is your yeah, anyway but it was I mean it was a nice movie for the culture yeah. Um, Not for yeah. the culture. just let some things slide. God damn. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah. So that my week was dope, basically. Oh, nice. Mm. Otherwise, for me, mm-hmm. I um was supposed to be off this week. Technically, I didn't go to work because it was Thanksgiving week out here in the Americas. Um, happy Thanksgiving. You have a song. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving <laughs> from me to you. Happy Thanksgiving. May your dreams come true. That's just wow. the first part. But but I'll give you the rest. It's still later. under construction. It's still under construction. I just need to pull out the keyboard. You know, once the keyboard comes out, it's over. It's, it's over. It's over for us. So and you're just going to be laying it. Be like, gobble, gobble. Laying it down. Gobble, gobble, gobble. 
<laughs> and then you have to get those keyboards like my keyboard that has all those background soundtracks you press number three and it goes doom chidoom chidoom those are like oh my gosh i was having a conversation with someone this weekend and they were talking about how they went to a funeral and you know that guy when he he has you guys have started singing a song so he goes to the keyboard and starts with the beat and he's like yes and he has to test he has to test a couple of coins out first yeah 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 like, he's, he's like it's not that one the key yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah, yeah so, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, do, yeah. Do. <laughs> <laughs> i like how she went do re mi re i don't know yeah. what skill that I is that's like I was like, I have to go through the whole thing to get to the so correctly. So I was like, let me stay at me because at least... Someone yeah. needs to go back and watch Sound of Music. I'm telling you. Vibes because me. I swear that song, that song, uh, that movie killed or actually helped me a lot in school when I was doing music theory. Because I would right? be like, do, do I me. Uh-huh. Exactly. It all made like, sense. Do me, 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 so, me, so, so, re, fa, fa, <laughs> la, ti, ti. this podcast right now okay oh, my so, week seriously. yeah how was your week <laughs> uh, because it was thanksgiving week you guys is excuse oh lord as guys we're just well it's vibes and inshallah it's vibes and um, inshallah exactly uh-huh. um so it was thanksgiving week um i had the whole week off what i ended up doing was driving down to florida um, Christian's parents live down there, so we spent Thanksgiving with them. That's his dad's favorite holiday, and it also always falls around um, his birthday too. Um, mm. So this year, Thanksgiving was actually on his dad's birthday. Um, oh, so that was that was really oh, cool. Um, we got to spend it with them. Um, obviously, Thanksgiving food. Um, honestly, I'll be very honest. This has nothing against my in-laws but i don't think thanksgiving food is my thing like it just the combinations of flavors is just not for me i don't know who decided that we're going to have mashed potatoes and green bean casserole and turkey and gravy and cranberries in the mix it's just not for me um my favorite part of thanksgiving is the pumpkin pie pumpkin pie will forever be a delicious and the best part of thanksgiving Oh my gosh. Um, you know, now I'm just thinking about that pumpkin pie we had that Thanksgiving. Yeah. And she cooked, but you know that it's so good. Publix has such a good one. At least she cooked chicken. I feel like I don't like turkey. Ooh. I don't understand why turkey. Yeah. Was it's very like, dry. Like it's the it's most very tasteless of all. Like, how do you save a turkey? You know. Anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah so mm-hmm. i'm pretty i don't feel like i rested this week honestly and tomorrow's work will be crazy going back into the swing of things granted it's towards the end of the school year so it's not like 
I have a lot of work. Yani, you know, we're we're shutting down slowly but surely. So Amen. it's we're slowly getting to the point of being done. Um but yeah that's that's the that's how my week went um we got mm. back yesterday it was a nine ten hour drive so Dang. I eggs housed you know when you've just been sitting in a car you haven't really been doing anything but you're just tired yeah um, that's crazy yeah that's how it's been so yeah that's been my week three more weeks till we close school so we're getting there um, we're getting yeah. there yeah my week, mm. hallelujah. You know, you Nairobians, I swear, the whole of December is not for working. Yeah, and Wednesday is December. Wednesday, money Thursday. So you know. And then these Americans, they like to push it close. Like, literally, the yeah. week before Christmas is the is when we get off. Uh, you know, it's because... You Sorry for you! <laughs> you put independence in July. You should have put it in de- December. Like us. For okay. you. <laughs> A missed Ooh. opportunity, for yeah, sure. Missed opportunity, sure. yeah. and then my birthday anyway. is on a Monday, right. which means long weekend, gang. Oh. <laughs> I am Liddy, Liddy. Anyway, are we ready to speak? <laughs> All right, yes, yeah, so we are ready to spin. Do you have a, a a song? Maybe like one that sounds nice with a homer. Not with spinning it. <laughs> a song that sounds nice with my home, I can sing for you, but it has nothing to do with Which one? Unforgettable. Which one? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, wow, what a bass. Hey. Oh, wait, let me think of another one. What's Buddy White's song? Spin it, spin it, spin it. It's already spun. My first. My last. No, you have to sing. No, no, no. You have to do what's her name? What's Are the baby with Tony Braxton? You see, no, 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 it is not. <laughs> How is it, Kenny Rogers? <laughs> it sounded like you were about to be like, you better know when to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh Whoa. my gosh. No, it's it's just that part of breathe. But sing it's just it's just because I don't know the lyrics, guys. But ding ding na 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 ding ding na 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 Kenny Rogers, Kenny my Rogers, squendo girl. <laughs> so I have to spin again though because it has landed on on repeat again. I feel like this week okay, nowadays is just all about the music. Um, I think next season we should change our categories. I've got to spin. Sure. Please, I just wanna spin. <laughs> Where are we? We're on my wall, which was last week. Spinning again. Dang. We might as well just go back to the original. Like a record spin, 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 spin me. Yeah, maybe that's what is screwing things. Spin, guys. spin, spin, spin me. Yeah. It's because you guys tried to ruin my day, my my jam. My day. Okay, screenplay it is then. 
Ooh, what have you been watching? I don't know. I am trying to think if I've actually watched things recently. I feel like you have. I you watched Wakans. Watching. Yeah, but Wakans, you know, the thing about Wakans that I liked is how they they did a really good job um, thinking my boy, giving him like a tribute. It was a brilliant tribute to him. Mm-hmm. But um, unpopular opinion. I feel like after that, it was like the story was oversaturated. I feel like we did a lot in five seconds. No, not a, like the movie was dope, but I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I was expecting. <laughs> I um, saw on Twitter, without giving spoilers, someone asking like, so now all the other Avengers didn't come for his funeral? I saw that too. Right? It's even that <laughs> Luke didn't come. But I'm just like, guys, I mean, really, it's so... Because when know, Iron Man died, the whole squad was yeah, there. Literally, everybody. Yeah, I guess, he, well... Even those aunties know. and uncles that we can't name, they were there. <laughs> Not aunties and uncles. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it was a nice being movie. like, <laughs> MCU has uncles and aunts. Yes, that guy who used to be the bodyguard. He's an uncle. What's his name? <laughs> the guy. He was in the suit Whoa. at the end. He held the child. 3,000 was held. Rafiki? Rafiki, the monkey. See, he held... Zazu. Actually, Zazu is like an uncle. He's the one who held the child. Rafiki didn't hold the child. Where are you people? Okay, Rafiki held the child, but I'm saying yeah. Zazu... We're in Lion King. Keep up. Why are you in Lion King when me I was talking about holding the baby for I love you 3000? Me, I'm in Endgame. How did we go to Zazu? You psychopaths. Because he held the baby. That's what you said. Yes, but I said the the baby of I love you 3000. That is the best holding. No one remembers any other baby holding after that one, Gathani. Correct. It's Simba or Bust. (laughs) Simba or Bust. idea Ajay. anyway what i have anyway. been watching is um when i have had the time shits and gigs um it's a podcast on the tubes of you um also my usual podcast people i'm so far behind on those podcasts so but um my usual gene and Jude, that's when it all of those things but other than dirt but also i've been taking to watch an hours like an hour long youtube it takes me four days it's so bad but yeah wow. that's what i've been mm. watching yeah so lizzo's documentary it's on hbo max um it yeah. came out rather recently i wanted to say maybe in the last yeah. week um I it it takes, last week. yeah so i think you should really watch it because i know you like lizzo but it literally like goes through her thought process of like creating her new album all the shit that she was going through personally with like relationships and stuff and you know she doesn't really talk about relationships much so it's cool to say like that her songs are actually written about different phases in her life um it was just really a really good documentary and then i'm also watching this um show on hbo it's called the sex lives of college (coughs) girls whoa Yay! What a flip. TB in a tiba. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Where are bitches? <laughs> so, um, Sex Lives of College Girls, it's like follows three, three, are there three or four? 
I want to say for girls who are in college um, last year, this is season two. So last year's season, um, they come into college and it's just like, just it's like a, did you guys ever watch Grownish? No, I never watched Grownish. Yeah. So if you've watched Grownish before, it's like very similar, just like tackling different college situations or whatever, but it's just like fun um 25 minute episodes not too deep whatever tv okay mm. nyambara um yeah i've just been so a lot of my shows are on hiatus again i think maybe they take a break when i say thanksgiving maybe into christmas that that cup period um but something i watched outside of wakanda um that i really enjoyed was actually something she could recommended to me which was starts on netflix yeah um, yeah that's, i haven't watched it yet it's so uh, good. no Woo, it's, it's on my so like list. it's so good don't give spoilers yes. it's basically just a different approach to therapy and the way we are therapy enthusiasts here um i feel like that's like a good one for people to see um mm-hmm. for sure yeah it it opens up many more different perspectives of what mm-hmm. therapy is supposed to look like and all that stuff. Exactly. It really does. Yeah. Now, Gadani, you're the one who is cock-blocking us from talking. I know. Just just watch when you're supposed to watch. Excuse me. <laughs> now you want me to stop. I mean, pick a battle. And please, did we talk about that documentary? Have you guys watched that documentary for Liberty University? No, because I can't find it. Ay, ay, ay. Let me tell you. It's Where? wild. It is wild. Every once in a while. I think I watched the trailer again just to be like, yeah? Yeah. Where? It's, it's, <laughs> it's about this guy who ends up sleeping with the president and his wife of Liberty University. Like, they're swingers. And you know Liberty University is a very big name. It's like the number one Christian university in the world or something like that. Where? The drama and the scandal. Scandal. You never put it past this church folk. Where? Huh? I'm telling you. Maybe Gadoni, that's where you'll find that's where you'll find your partner. <laughs> in Liberty <laughs> University. I say no. I say no. In Liberty University. Okay, let's go. Let's go and see. We can. I mean, if we don't get the partner, at least we'll get a documentary on Netflix. I mean, the way you decided, since you people have decided that you don't be the king, I will do it for the king. Yeah. Who says reality is the only way to go in? I'll do it for documentary. You are welcome. Start thinking about your business ideas. Is it socks? Is it beauty? Start thinking about it. <laughs> it's the socks for me. Lord. Yeah, is right. it Nene? What are they called? Um, I never forget shippers. you called me. Whatever Rob. you want to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why did you call Nyam Rob? That's so... <laughs> because Rob is the coolest of them all. He's rich yeah. and quiet. Look at Let's her. Let's be honest. Reading. Let's be honest. If yeah, you're just making your whole thing, must be Rob, because she would just be like, "Actually, Sejitki is on your test." I mean, what did we do about it? 
Actually, you gotta have walked past Nyam's house just that she's cleaning this. But that's also that's also Courtney behavior. No, Courtney comes in to complain to be like, I don't want to do this, but you see her. Nyam would send us a text. She'd be like, Yes, but even in Askia, the way I'm saying, I'm not coming. By the way, I've been seeing like a lot of this TikTok trend where people like do Kardashian episodes. It's really (laughs) funny. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Hilarious. Guys, we don't have a trigger warning this week. No. Well, yeah. Another light episode. And we hope you enjoy it. It's, I mean, it's lightish. Oi. Yeah. It's it's okay. Lightish. It's okay, Kiasi. Bus, period. Mm. Staying on brand. Hiya. Really? We hope you guys enjoy it. I'm so excited about today's topic. Um, we're going to be talking money. Money. Money, 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 money. You know, that's the song that came to my head as well. But uh, uh, it, it gives me trauma. The scandal. Yeah. The scandal. Yeah. Scandal. God forbid. Because <laughs> the popularity of that song was developed by... Mr. Don't say the name. It's like being president. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So today we're gonna be kind of talking about our relationship with money, um, and we have some good data um, or like an understanding of how people view money. Um, so tell me, you guys, um, what are some of the things that you remember being taught, or that maybe you had? about money as you are growing up whether from the folks well we can start from from the folks or just in general what actually just tell me what you grew up believing or what you had (laughs) money does not grow on trees (laughs) (laughs) a whole proverb a whole proverb yeah man money does not grow on trees for sure um for me, I think, yes, I feel like our parents, that was their favorite phrase when you asked for something. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, when it came to money, I think for me, it was always save, 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 save. You know, our mother has this thing about saving. So I don't necessarily remember being taught how to spend my money rather than the importance of saving my money. You know what I mean? Um, Growing up, money was i mean we had enough money for our day-to-day needs obviously like any family there's ebbs and flows in how much is coming in or going out there's some months where we're like eh, let's not maybe go out to eat at all this month or and whereas there's sometimes where after church every sunday we're going out to eat you know just different things like that yeah um school fees was always paid and yeah my relationship with money was just kind of like i I also went to like a very bougie school so i had friends with a lot of money um where they never had to think about it but i knew i couldn't live my lifestyle the way um they did so i was very cautious always when i was asking for money because i realized that we are not up to par as levels. everyone else. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, there's levels. Yeah. There's levels. Interesting. Yeah. The thing about saving, I think that came to me is not save. We were never, 
I, I don't feel like I was taught what I'm saving for. Well, or what I was taught I'm saving for is one day the money won't be there, so you need to have money for when the money disappears. You know, I feel like my the thing I've been taught about money is it doesn't last and it'll always there's a day that something will happen that the earth will follow will fall shatter open and you will <laughs> need to have something. We followish. You will need will need to, exactly followish. Followish is open fall fall and shatter together is followish. Okay, thank you. Um, like it didn't feel like it's not saving because one day. Like I'll buy a house. I'm not saving to buy a house. I'm saving because there's a day that will come that I won't have money and I need day. to have money. Like it's not like a rainy mm-hmm. day. It's like there'll be a storm. It's gonna be a hurricane, <laughs> and if I'm not ready for it, yeah. I'll be homeless. I'll have to sell my car, and I'll be auctioned. You know, like it's so extreme. And I don't think that anyone actually made it seem that extreme. But in my head, that's how extreme it was. It's like I always need to have money. Because something bad is going to happen, and when the bad thing happens, I have money to help me survive the bad thing, you know. Save out of fear. Yeah, because I like when I save money, it's not like I'm like, let me invest this money in something. I'm like, no, the money needs to sit somewhere yeah. because I will need it one day. You know, I'm not trying to figure mm. out how to invest it. I don't know how to invest. Like I don't know what to do with the money. I just save it. You put it somewhere and you keep it, and like that's what I like i was taught about money it just needs to be there always for a rainy day so like now even to the point that i don't make you know like if you get a raise you're not moving house because now you have more money to save because when the bad thing happens you have more money to help you on the bad day you know Mm, yeah mm -hmm. that's my thoughts on money union bush interesting um so one thing I remember is being taught or hearing often that money isn't that important. And maybe this is based on Vava. I think he had this view that you can't revolve or don't build your life around um, money. And I remember he even tells stories of some people who maybe were well off. Um, but he'd always be like, yeah, but you know, maybe they're not happy or that kind of thing, which kind of plays into that money is the root of evil director direction, you know, like, um, I think even from the Christian perspective, it's not that it was outrightly said, but you know, there's just like this, this is where we get this false humility from so you can't it's even really be doing well to enter the kingdom of heaven yeah <laughs> it is more <laughs> difficult for a rich man to enter than the camel entering the eye of the needle yeah so those are the things that kind of remain top of mind for me growing up that you know it's it's not it's not a worthwhile pursuit yeah um now if you imagine yeah. from that one side but then on the other side mom was like save 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 you have to save you have to save um but i find it so interesting when she calls like school fees was always paid for us there were times school fees was not paid. i remember being sent home um because school mm-hmm. fees was not paid but i um it never felt i mean that's when i started to be aware that there are levels of need um, and I think I had shared before also like sometimes people bringing actually Shosho used to come from Nakuru and bring us like a sack of food even after the separation. Shosho being Shosho being mom's Yeah, mom's mom. mom. She'd 
even after you guys had moved out, I remember several occasions she would still come. She wouldn't enter the house, but she would always come with a sack and, you know, like give us food stuff and stuff like that. Um, so that's another thing I remember. Um, and then another thing I remember very clearly being taught by Vava is that his money is his money. The money I will make is my money. Um, so, uh, <laughs> growing up, he, he made it clear that we should not bank on an inheritance. Um, his money when he dies he can choose to give it away to charity he can choose to give it to cousins he can choose to give it to us but basically we were brought up to live our lives that whatever he has amassed whatever he gets will be his uh, whatever we work for will be ours yeah that's so interesting because for me, it was almost like the opposite. Mm. Like I grew up seeing hard work and I grew up seeing that hard, that hard work is being built almost for me. You know what I mm. mean? And like, that's why I was so cautious always in asking for money. Um, because I was like, okay, I've seen mom work w- at, like at her regular job go try and get certifications to do what and then she used to have her shoe business where she used to go to italy and buy shoes and bags and bring them back to sell like seeing that hustle i was like oh so that's why i even started working young it was almost like that stuff is being built for me so let me even try and build wow put in my part and i started working young because i was like i have to rely on myself so at yeah. 19, while I was still in college, I was like, if I want to get anywhere in life, I'm going to have to work for it. So mm-hmm. um, it wasn't so much to secure generational wealth, rather to build yeah. my own wealth. Huh. So interesting. But we both, but it's so funny. They, we had like such different perspectives, but at the same time, we were given the hustle. Yeah. You know what I mean? We were given that hard, you work hard yeah. for the work what you ethic want. remains. Yeah yeah so based on that also did was ambition ever tied to money in in like your upbringing or as you remember growing up i don't know i feel like it wasn't taught as um i feel like i don't remember money being a good thing so i don't think it was tied to ambition because ambition was a good thing you're working hard to do your thing, but there's a point in time, like Nyama said earlier, where money becomes evil. So your ambition stops being like money should not be should never be what you aim for. I don't know what you are meant mm. to aim for, but riches were not meant to be your goal because rich people were evil or the ones who were not evil were unhappy. Like it's that thing of that guy is rich. His children are going to a fancy school, but he's cheating on his wife. You mm-hmm. see, you know, like there was never anything good with money and it's like you will have the big house but your children would love you and they leave you and you'll be in the big house you know like there's never anything so for me ambition was never tied to money i feel like Mm. money was more a thing to be feared and wanted but avoided 
So it's that thing when you get it, you throw it somewhere so that it's not with you because when it's with you, it influences you to become this horrible person. So you need to throw it mm. into a place because when you throw it into the place, it's far away from you. So you know it's there, but it can't influence you. And like It's just a trippy... It's a very trippy, I want money, but I don't. And then when I have it, I need to not have it, but not spend it. <laughs> you know, so it's just... I can't explain. Yeah, for me, I feel like ambition was a little bit too pushed mm. to success because mom is a very entrepreneurial person. She's always had her nine to five, but then outside of her nine to five, she's had 15 million thousand businesses. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So for me, like when I started showing ambition in different creative ways, like I liked playing instruments. I liked... um cooking and all that stuff and now in high school where I'm starting to look at what I want to do in school um, in university and I'm thinking culinary arts or thinking music and theater and these those were literally what I was thinking I was going to do um, there was a little bit of pushback pushback because that's where the separation of ambition and like practicality came in where she was like what you're not going to do a business degree like you're not going right. to do something that will actually help you you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah um and i'm grateful she wasn't like to the point where she was like i'm not paying for it if you don't do what i am telling you to do because at the end of the day i ended up pursuing my culinary thing but um they definitely was pushed back when the two couldn't collide anymore yeah I think for me, the emphasis was, yes, ambition in the sense of striving hard to do things you're passionate about to achieve success. But for me, I always felt success was molded as purpose. So like the impact you live on the world or legacy driven um, and money was secondary. Yeah. Um, So it's great if what you're doing is giving you a good pay but it's more important that it wasn't based on how purpose is viewed now of happiness or fulfillment i mean that was a plus but it was more around like what are you doing to impact your world um and maybe it's because of my early jobs being in like uh development or you know <laughs> like at the un so maybe that's why i felt my worldview was directed in that way but maybe that together with what i was hearing at home is what gave me that view yeah okay so any interesting so anyway um basically i found this article and uh, we're gonna link it in the show notes um it's an excerpt from um the journal of financial planning which was published in 2001 um and it's an article called understanding our relationship with money and basically what they say is um your relationship or your view of money um is different even if you're raised in the same household as we can see (laughs) which is always the case with us guys um but basically the three dimensions that you can look at money from um and this kind of helps you understand 
how you can improve your relationship with money or figure out where you stand. So um, the first dimension is called the dimension of acquisition. And the dimension of acquisition basically looks at um, how much money is necessary for you to feel secure. It's not about how you're acquiring it. Yeah. It's about how much do you feel you need in order to be secure. So if you imagine that you're on a linear scale, on one extreme end, you can be <clears throat> avoidant. Yeah. So you avoid making money, basically. Yeah. On the other extreme end, then you would be gluttonous. Yeah. So you have to get money at at all costs. Yeah. Um, and basically it, it moves from both sides are considered insecure. So what you're trying to aim for is like a happy middle. Yeah. Cause you don't want to be feeling like money is irrelevant, but at the same time, you don't want to have this insatiable desire for it. And an example they say is like, if you're in the extreme is to ask yourself, would you bend rules or break laws to acquire money? What do you guys think? Mm -hmm. In other words, would you become a politician? Uh, <laughs> I see what she I said. In other words, become a politician. I guess it depends. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Say more. Say more. Use like, more words. I'm just trying f to make sure the IRS doesn't come after me. <laughs> <laughs> better just maybe you should say no comment <laughs> no Plead comment the yeah. Plead the Plead the how about you Gadani? i don't think i'd break laws in the way that breaking laws sounds like you know like i won't go and rob people in order to make money yeah i'm very yeah. conscious about like um karma and things like that so i'm not going to also step on toes and do such things in order to make money because at the end of the day, I don't think it's worth it. I'm a firm believer in what is yours is yours. Um, I'm not a believer in that thing of if you do not follow the thing, someone else can come and do. No, no one else can do what it is you are put for because there's a very specific reason you exist. So I think once you have your thing, I guess, like you were saying, plugged on to purpose. If you understand what that thing is, I think then you're able to plug into what it is that is innately you. And it's something that will come up like when we do Big Leap, like when we're talking about the book Big Leap that I was talking about a few weeks ago. And he says it's better for you to figure out what your purpose is because once you plug what you do on your purpose, it stops being like work because you're doing innately what you are meant to do and everything comes to you in whatever sense. Like there's a peace with it whether or not you're earning money, there's a whatever with it, then it helps you earn money. Like it brings everything that was meant to be for you to you. You know what I mean? And I firmly believe that. So I would never go out of my way to be like, I'm going to get the money no matter what. Mm, yeah. And in all seriousness, like I wasn't talking about like breaking rules like that. In my mind, I was like, you know how the rich will start different companies and literally put all their expenses under Shell different companies, companies right, right, in order to like have lower taxes or whatever it is. They're not necessarily doing anything illegal, but they're just working smarter 
instead of Haida in that situation. Like some people might see that as um, gluttony to get what you want. But personally, like I would do stuff like that, not necessarily like anything illegal, immoral or illegal. You know, yeah, I'll sense. be honest. I mean, some people might consider that immoral, but you know. I think that's smart. Like when your child is born and you start a company under their name, that's not bad. I mean, if there's a loophole... But that's not bl- that's not really breaking the law or bending the rules. That's just yeah. um, smart. But so uh, is I it think gluttony? It's not. Or is it it's just smart, smart business? I think that's just being shrewd, smart. Um, but I think the question now becomes, you know, because there's a lot of people who will bribe um an official to maybe get a job or to get uh how do you say like a, a deal you know in we are in tenderpreneur life in nairobi you know or there's those kinds of things where and i bet you there are many people who will not call it a bribe you know there's ways to rationalize these things as you know the cost of doing business in quotes or you know facilitation fees or that kind of thing um but i think really what the question is when we're talking about this dimension of acquisition is, do you think you can ever have enough money? Yes. Mm-hmm. Shiko says yes. Gadani? I don't know whether <laughs> you can say yes or no to it. Because I feel like you can have enough for what you need, but there's always wants. So what is enough? But I feel like what you do with what you feel like is enough is different. So for me, like, for example... What enough was two years ago is not what is enough is now. You know what I mean? Because like, if you talk about inflation, if you talk about, for example, fueling, the car has gone from being 3,500, 600 to fill it. And now we're paying 6,000 and something. So me wanting more money now is not gluttonous. I need more money because otherwise I can't fill my car. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's not as simple as can you ever have enough? I feel like enough changes. So if enough for the season, I mean, yes, but I feel like enough adjusts. I mean, in life, it could be a, I think like you, if you made $100 million, would you still be like, I have to make more? Only because I don't want it to just sit as the $100 million. It only makes sense to make it do something. Because my instinct, again, based on how we were taught what money is, the money will end. So it would need to be smart for me to invest it in something so that it keeps coming, like so that it keeps coming back. So it's not gluttony. It's I got the hundred million. I can't sit on a hundred million and be like, wow, no more working, no more. You know, like I've had this conversation so no. with someone. Yeah, I had this conversation where they were like, would you change your car immediately? And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I'd first invest. I'd buy, you know, I'd be that person who's like first, before I adjust my life, so many things would also have to let the money come back first. So I don't think I I feel like there's no way to say yes or no. I see. Okay. Yes for well, needs. I've... Yes for needs is that a compromise? So at what I need, I have <laughs> enough money for the needs. I think I want to be in Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> I think the point basically is just like you're that you're not at any one extreme because that's an insecure attachment. So you're not at the point where you feel you're avoiding making money because it's the root of all evil or it's an irrelevant pursuit, but you're also not on this other extreme where it's like anything for the bag, you know, I'll kill someone. I don't care where this path ends, but I have to get the the cash. Um, 
But so let's move on to the dimension of spending. Um, and it basically looks at, so once you acquire the money, what do you do with it? Yeah. Um, so again, if we're looking at a linear scale, on one extreme, you have a miser. Yeah. And then on the other extreme, you have someone who's compulsive, like a compulsive shopper. Um, and now on both those extremes, you're looking at insecure attachment or um, a a bad relationship or a bad financial style. So basically, where do you guys feel you fall on this scale as far as spending? I wouldn't say I'm a miser. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't I say either. I just say I'm not a compulsive shopper yeah. either. Um, I feel like it's so interesting, adults, how we all have the things that we want to spend money on mm. and we have like such different views because for me for example i'll go to a really nice restaurant and drop i don't know 150 dollars on a nice not like on the drink it only but like for a bottle of wine maybe like a starter an entree dessert whatever and i'll be like that was such a good experience hopefully for that price it is most of yeah the time i hope it would be a good experience um, but I'll go to the mall and look at a shirt for like $30 and I'm like, is it even worth it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I hear you. Like, <laughs> is it even worth it? Yeah. Yeah. So. How about you, Gadani? I'm somewhere in between. I feel like I have. I, I feel like I'm in the middle, but in. I don't know that it's healthy how I'm in the middle. So it's like sometimes I'll just be like, I deserve this. And go off, you know, like on a shopping spree, and then I'll feel so guilty. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't spend money, you know. Like, I don't think I have a healthy relationship with money. I know I don't have a healthy relationship with money. So it's just I feel like sometimes it's hold on to it, hold on to it, hold on to it. Why am I holding on to it? I need to live my life. Spend money. Oh no, what did I do? Why do I like? There's a guilt also that comes with spending money, which is weird. But I have a guilt in spending money, even though I'm not doing something wrong. So it could be like I bought sausages. This like I decided when I was in the supermarket on sausages. And then I come to the house and I was like, was that necessary? You know, mm. and why did I buy the sausages? Mm. That money could have gone to like electricity. You know, that that it's not that I did anything wrong. It won't like change my life. I won't like be starving because I made that choice. But now it's just like a guilt that comes with spending but then also I get so upset when I realize I've just saved money and it's just sitting. Because it's like, who am I saving it for? I mean, maybe Oscar. But like, who am I saving it for? You know, like, for what? Because life is short. Like, something happened. You're like, life is short. Why am I struggling? I should just go to Mombasa. And then you go to Mombasa. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, no. Why did I go to Mombasa? This is right for like four months. And, you know, that I, I don't know that I have. Here, I don't know. I feel like I fluctuate what's the thing a pendulum the one that just goes from one side to another what is it i feel like i do that i do that i sit in the middle at any point mm. yeah that's yeah. interesting so i think quite frankly i fall more on the miser space um i'm not all entirely there but like i said because i saw lack even though it wasn't like it's not like poverty, but 
just that feeling of that you can really be just two degrees of separation from not going to school or you know that kind of thing um i think i'm very conscious of how i spend my money um and so if i make a decision in my mind that i'm only going to spend x amount of money like when that cap reaches that's the end of that story um but (laughs) gosh anyway um there's this pair of shoes i bought i was buying them for october 1st 2021 (laughs) almost ding almost ding (laughs) so i'll tell you like it's the most expensive so those shoes they're ritual simpson shoes they're suede shoes they're green um i spent okay i'm even feeling pain. drop it drop i'm even it. feeling pain thinking about it but i was like i deserve i deserve i spent 245 pounds on that shoe not even the dollars the pounds. it was the pounds boo so take um, it to lizzie's damn. currency wow let me tell you, I was shaking. I was shaking. I was, that's like my most, how do I say? That's like the biggest splurge I've ever. And Kwanzaa, for myself, you know, sometimes it's easy for me to be like, we're buying mom, like a Nutribullet or, you know, just like, it's easier for me to think about doing it for someone else and not feel sweat. God, I'm sweating now as I think about it. Um, but i had finally gotten to the place where i was like okay maybe it's okay to spend on yourself nyam also um of course i also had someone in my ear convincing me but nonetheless that for me was just like what i have really overspent on my life but yeah. let me tell you that shoe is so beautiful and uh, i treat it with utmost care I have worn it, um, but that for me is like my the thing that tells me maybe I'm not a miser kabisa. I, I I can't be redeemed yet, <laughs> you know. And when you wore it, you got so many compliments. That is you it because young? it is a really it's a classic. It's beautifully it's 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 Timeless. handmade. It's yani iko worth iko worth your pesa iko worth Cinderella slipper. <laughs> worth it it's but it doesn't mean that i am any less embarrassed when people are like oh my god your shoe is so beautiful where did you buy it i'm just like whoa and i don't know why that is like i don't want to be the babe who spent that amount of money on a shoe but at the same time i want to be the babe who can drop that amount on a shoe and not be sweating you know what i mean isn't that the crazy story is that 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 balance where you're just like I want to be able to drop that amount of money and not like crap myself. But at the same time, when you do, even when it's for something that is as important as what it was meant for, you're still just like, why did I do that? Oh my God. Can I return it? You know, it's so funny. I was having a conversation with Christian and we were just talking about like, I think we were in the car and we're driving and, um, a G wagon passed us and me yeah, I like those big bulky cars and I w- I've always said like when if I can afford a G wagon I'm gonna get a G wagon and I was telling him you know it's funny like I really want to get this car but I can already like feel 
how much anxiety I would have driving that car. Yeah. And it's a flashy car, you know, people will stare at it and like just thinking about that stresses me out you know where you can't even enjoy the fruits of your labor at that point because that's an expensive ass car because you're so nini about how expensive it is but also imagine if you had the money to just be okay with that i mean like because sometimes i see people who are yeah like you know who have the money and it's not i feel like you know when you meet rich kids who are born rich and for them they have the g-wagon example i'm not saying they actually have g-wagons but they have their version of the g-wagon but because they're such nice people it doesn't feel like they're showing off you know and that's i think what i grapple with is knowing that i wouldn't be the show-offy g-wagon owner but i want to be able to have it and be able to have it not to make people feel less than because i have it but also why do i have to feel some type of way because i can afford it or be afraid to be able to afford it you know that's what pisses that, me that off. That was the conversation, yeah. You know what's so wild? As I think about it, I think my relationships are what have kind of helped me um, move further away from my amazing ways, because I always was with I I always ended up with people who were a little better off than we were, and just like understanding some people's like the, it doesn't compute for them this like this thing of it's too expensive like as long as you've rationalized you can afford it yeah as long as you've rationalized that you need it yeah you can get it you know what i mean so that's when i started to see like okay you know what this money thing isn't a bad thing if you're also being smart about how you're using it um and it's also okay to treat yourself um so anyway when i spend money though like galani i'll be okay spending on things for my house but then i'll cringe when i buy clothes yeah same let me tell you there's some clothes in my closet i need to get rid of but i also have sure. to spend money to get new clothes who is going to do that not me okay that's who but also i guess that's the other thing people who you're in a relationship with i think change it because even me and you know the problem is if you know me you know i like the finer things in life praise the lord i'm a princess mm-hmm, I say this you all do i'm right? <laughs> a princess so i am really a princess and there's a season of my life where i didn't know the price of anything praise the lord because god <laughs> made a way <laughs> but like it's one of those things where i really want to live that life i want to be that person and i want my children to be those people as well where it's not spoiled but spoiled like you're not snobby spoiled but i feel like there's certain i watch people who've had that you know that thing of not having to worry about it where you've grown up around people who like for example i know i can follow my dream because one it doesn't matter what school i decide to go to my parents will be able to pay two i don't have to worry about where i live because i probably got a house and a car to start with and it sounds spoiled but i'm like there's an ease in following your dreams or whatever it is being like a version of you whatever it is that if you don't have to think about such things it makes it so much easier and i want that so badly for my children you know where it's just like you don't have to worry about will i be able to pay for school you just know i wake up i go to school i come back and i never have to worry about will i be chased out of school today or um will we run out of fuel while we're driving or like do I have to work in schools that we're able to pay half and half? I'm just like, 
if you want to be a doctor be a doctor like do your biology so well that because you know your mother can pay mother and father <clears throat> i guess can pay <laughs> <laughs> can pay for it you know what i mean i really want that yeah. so badly for my children Yeah, I guess. So I guess the point is not to be a penny pincher, but also not to be out of control, because those are the two insecure ways that you could look at the dimension of spending. Um, so let's look at the third dimension, which is the dimension of management, um, and this is basically looking at, okay, so what are your after you look at your acquisition and spending habits. how do you manage your money and this is basically looking at how you pay your bills how you manage your investments like do you wait until your bills are past due or do you like you know pay are you one of those people who pays like three days in advance you know you have your direct debits um but at the end of the day here you're not looking at styles necessarily i think it's usually highly individualistic um but basically one extreme is where you're looking at a micromanager um and then the other extreme is chaotic like whatever happens happens you're not really planning or managing your finances so where do you guys think where do you fall nyam i'll be honest i feel like um I still have work to do in terms of management if I'm honest. Uh, oh, management. <laughs> I was going to ask you just now. I was going to ask <laughs> pronunciation tent we. Um yeah, so I'm definitely not chaotic. Um I think in terms of my regular bills I'm pretty organized. Um but in terms of growing my wealth i still feel like i have a lot of growing to do um i think also I'll, maybe because i'll be honest being married first had me looking at finances from the point of view of a unit or a couple you know we're growing together what we have in the pot what we're looking at for the future you know what's so wild is when i had one of my bridal showers um back in the day i think some of the ladies were like you know you should always have some money on the side you know your husband doesn't have to have that's another thing i guess i learned about money <laughs> um you know your husband doesn't have to know everything that's going on and if i'm honest i was just like these are just jaded women honestly they have no idea what they're talking about me i want to have like an honest <laughs> everything on the table type of approach in my marriage um i must say now i don't really i think they were right honestly <laughs> <laughs> with humility <laughs> and respect you'll be that auntie um, yeah. the bridal chairs but i'm not even going to lie to you nyam that's something mom has told me from the very beginning always have your little kanini and i think cuz she was telling me from a place of trauma but yeah so <laughs> that's the thing uh, a lot of the times it yeah. is from a place of trauma because clearly even mine my change of heart is from a place of trauma you know yeah cuz it's it's like you've been building towards this thing and then when everything falls apart It's not that I didn't have money 
put aside, but it's not money to build a whole new life. You know what I mean? Um, Especially in a yeah. different country. Yeah. You had to move. Exactly. So um, when I think about that, and then another big thing I think is like tax stuff. <laughs> Even calling it stuff because I'm like I don't know why they don't teach us this stuff in school. Like literally, we don't need to know about chemistry. What is the periodic table helping us in? Like in day to day life, seriously. Why don't you just teach literally. us how to go on ITAX? What is a withholding tax certificate? Like when I get a pin straight out of school, what does that mean? You know, like when I buy land or whatever. What are these things? What do they? And I, I, I. Granted, there's a lot more information out there, and I think there's also like a lot of podcasts and people. Kerry actually out. just started a podcast, so even yeah. that, I can send you a link. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but my thing was that I'm learning about these things like on the fly as I go, so I feel like these are some of the things that, in terms of the dimension of management, if you're teaching them earlier then people are able to make smarter decisions for managing their money um growing it you know what kind of investments make sense i think when i started my job my previous job my last job because it was in financial consultancy a lot of my colleagues could kind of help me think through is this really viable like okay sawa you buy this one bedroom house um, for this amount of money, rent to buy. But if you think about the yield, you know, what can you get in rent from that? Is it really a smart decision or are you just buying it to have a car, a car thing that you have in your name, you know? Um, so I think a lot of my, how do you say, my understanding of money happened way later in life. Um, so... I, I definitely don't think it's something that I've reached the peak of. So it's not chaotic, but yeah, I'm looking to get to a secure place where I know it's not. I also don't want to be that person who has like a financial manager, but that person is the one who knows everything that's happening. And really, if you ask me, I have no clue. What do you guys think? Okay. Um, For me, it's a little bit, different because um i've been just like nyam i've been working since like college so every summer i would come home mom is like you're not sitting in the house for three months go get a job and i worked at different hotels and restaurants in nairobi over the break and then i would come to miami and then i had to get a job too so like through college i was working and then i also lived off campus so i had to manage uh, my rent my utilities my bills blah 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 so for me i figured out a financial system or management system that worked for me obviously while i was still in college i knew i had that crutch of mom mm. just in case i needed anything i could ask her i mean she said she would cover my rent so she was covering my rent but everything else i had to figure out myself mm. my phone bill my water my electricity you know what i mean mm. and even going to all those companies because it's not like she can tell me how kplc works because kplc is not going to help me in florida yeah, yeah you know right. so going to all those offices and um figuring out how to connect and all that stuff i had to do it myself so 
management was very like bean counter if you will on that opposite end very extreme where i was like i can't fuck this up or i literally will be deported <laughs> you know what i mean I hear that's, you. no that's right, what, that was right. my stress that was my stress i can't mess anything up or i will be deported and then that happened for two years and then all of a sudden i get married and i'm having to figure out finances with someone else and it kind of changed my mindset and we tried the combination of finances where um we're married now everything becomes one all our money goes into one account and we blah 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 but then i'm also very impulsive and sometimes i'll be like oh i've always wanted to get airpods you know what today's the day let me just go buy them because i know i have the money to buy it because i've already been so been counter about my bills my bills are paid and so yeah paid. Mm-hmm. so if i have the extra money why not whereas my husband would ask like eh, that's a lot of money to drop on headphones are you sure blah 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 and we already very early in our relationship discovered that this joining of accounts and banks is not going to work for us because i'm not also going to be questioned on every purchase that i make mm-hmm. not that he was doing it maliciously but at the same time like me being um I don't want to have to explain why I do everything. I why I make every decision that I make financially. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm. So we figured out our system of um, these bills are paid from here and these bills are paid from here, and figured out how to combine our finances to the point where we're happy. So I feel like at this point for me, I'm toggling the middle area just because I have to consider someone else and I'm not going to let someone else down just for my chaotism or my <laughs> impulsions yeah. you know what I right. mean yeah. yeah so it's very my management I think is growing it's it could be better but it's somewhere between the middle five to eight <laughs> <laughs> nice okay. on a scale of one to ten um for me when it comes to bills i'm completely on like the anal like when i tell you anal for if i'm paying a bill two days before i'm anxious about it i like my bills paid like if i could i could pay there's a time i had rent paid a month in advance that when i'm paying rent it's not for next month it's for the month after you know what i mean like i don't want to ever have a situation where it's like you don't have money for or whatever it is again because my relationship with money is from fear so i have been taught it will disappear so i have always believed i need to have like not enough to survive you know how you're like make sure you have enough money to survive three months of your current life no 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 i'm like by the time the three months is coming i need to know where i can minimize what minimize this or i've already paid in advance so then this amount of money can go longer you know that kind of thing so when it comes to like bills and stuff if I have to pay the bill on the day of, I'm so stressed about it. I'm just like, it's over. I'm homeless. Um, I don't know <laughs> what I'll do, you know. like, <laughs> Whoa. And it's not no, that it's dramatic. Extreme, it's extreme. It's very extreme. But then, then when it comes to, ex- like, for investments and everything, I think I don't understand it, which is the thing, like, now I'm currently, my current relationship with money is trying to understand investment because I'm tired of being in a place where, I am earning money and I keep working for money and then it's not working for me. You know, like it, 
you can't i'm not working this hard to survive life i'm tired of surviving life so i'm like how do i make it that i can invest because again like you were saying we want to talk about taxes we want to talk about investing you're taught to save but what am i saving for like it's not even and people who save like the most wow at fixed deposit you know where it's like you're getting eight <laughs> percent no but like bonds what is, is this reset. yeah you know like what do bonds what does bond like investing in bonds look like what does you know like what does that look like because again like you guys i started working at 19 if i understood money from the time i was 19 the realization i'm coming to now is i would not be working my money would be working for me there's nothing as frustrating as knowing if i had had the knowledge i would actually be in a position to be able to be like um today i don't feel like working or you know that kind of thing where it's just like not necessarily because i like working but i'm just like the fact that it wouldn't be i am working because if i don't i can't pay my bills you know i wish i knew or understood that before like that part of money so i wouldn't maybe be as stressed about bills now because i'm not like if this doesn't happen this won't because i had reached a point where i was doing that thing of i had a job but i had like a couple of clients on the side because i need to make money from those clients because um if i don't make money from those clients in case the job falls through then i'm able to do these other things and then it's to the point where you're just like exhausted all the time but you're so afraid not to be exhausted you know because if i stop being exhausted then what so i don't know i get it i think we're all good in terms of managing from the bill perspective i think that's a healthy approach um, maybe there's still room in terms of investments and i think those are things you also figure out like i hear you gather in terms of the frustration but you know what you can start now yeah let's it's 100 i can the time and i am but i'm just like why am i starting now for 50 <laughs> when i could have started yeah. at 19 for 30 you know yeah, yeah i hear you so i think the thing about like these three dimensions the most important thing is for you to figure out where you fall in terms of the two extremes for each dimension and just make sure that you're not approaching it from an insecure perspective um, and then after that, then, I mean, it's a conversation like this that kind of helps you to understand where you can change your unhealthy habits or maybe what are some of the ones that you need to reinforce. Um, mm. Yeah, so... I have uh, a question. Yeah, please ask. Before we wrap it up. Tell me what you think about Do this. you guys have a budget? A monthly budget that you follow? Um, I used to, and I used to be so religious about it. I think I do now still, but it's not as, I want to say it's not as regimented as it used to be before. So I'll probably put like a bulk amount towards like food and, you know, like that kind of spending. But then I'll also throw in like eating out and stuff like that into it. Um, but there's someone who had told me about this tool where you can even like put in receipts, um, you know, your daily spend so that you can actually see where your money is going. So I don't think I'm that, I don't look at it that granulated if I'm honest, but yeah, I have a general budget. 
Um, also now, because my since I've become an entrepreneur, um, the money is not as consistent as it used to be. So I do end up having ebbs and flows, but it's understanding what what needs to be done. Like in the month where insurance is due, like that has already been planned for and all of that. So regardless of if there's a dip or whatever, we're sorted. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at, Gadani. I have a budget for bills and savings. I don't have a budget for entertainment and spend and such things because in my head I don't know I feel like maybe the thing that you are saying about with that you can add receipts would help me because I feel like sometimes I struggle with putting money aside for me to spend for vibes (laughs) (laughs) but I'll still spend money like when I said earlier it's that thing for you spend money and you're just like oh my god why did I spend that much money when we went out you know and it was just dinner for a friend's thing I ate like a basic meal it's not like I splurged you know but I'm just like oh my god why did I use that money and sometimes like I have, my self talk is you deserve it what are you, like you can't be working hard for bills and savings there needs to be something you know like it can't be just because like, my theory is normally like, okay, how much do I have? Okay, so I need to fuel the car like this many times. You know what I mean? And then what happens after I fuel the car, whatever. Like, that stress, I'm really trying to get out of that space. So, yes, budget for saving and um, and uh, bills, yes. But for everything else, no. I'm trying to learn that part. I'm really trying. And, and you? Yeah, I think I'm a lot like Gadani. I'm a lot like Gadani where I've tried to have, well, I've tried Nyam's method of having everything out and like really doing it meticulously, but I can't. <laughs> I do it for like three days and then I forget it exists, blah, blah, blah. So like, um, like Gadani at this point where I know how much I need to pay my bills. I know how much needs to be taken from savings and I automate that stuff so that my bills are taken the first of the month and my savings are taken and aside from that what is left over I need to get better at managing that because I'll be like Gadoni where I'll be like ah you know what we're going there let's go you know and then when you're there you're like so much fun then you come home and you see the bills and you're like why Exactly. But uh, I, I, when you're booking that trip, you're justifying, ah, at least I won't be homeless. My bills are paid. Yeah. <laughs> not like I won't, I'll come home and I'll not have lights. But then <laughs> afterwards, you're like, but all the things that I could have done if I, I saved that money. But anyway, it is I what guess. it is. You're you know, it's even like for me, it's things like M-Pesa charges. You know, that stuff builds up. Um, so it that's does. why I'm like, those are the things you need to start to track, like the charges for your, um, you know, a loose sending to someone here, a loose paying of a bill there, you know, um, and for a long time I used to be like, ah, it's the price of convenience. But now I'm just like, maybe it's the economy and just the way things are. I'm just like, actually, how, how, how much can I save from trying to 
minimize any of these. But anyway, I think the first step is figuring out where you're at and then determining how you can have a better relationship with, with your money. So maybe we should look for someone to kind of walk us through this and help even our listeners. But also if you're listening, maybe you can share with us some tools, some resources that you found to be helpful on your uh, money relationship journey. Do you guys have any that you use um, to help you with your money? There's stuff? an app. Well, there's an app I'm using to help with saving. It's not necessarily. I saw it from Just Ivy because she's Miss Money Influencer. Um, it's called Chooms. So you basically can put in money and it allows you to like um, um, get interest on how much it is you put in. So I haven't used it for long, but what I started is doing the, you know, that stupid 52-week saving thing. I say it's stupid because now I'm just like, where am I putting this money here? But you put a certain amount of money every week and it holds it for you and you earn interest on it. So it starts with 50 shillings and it goes up to like, I think, 27 something in 52 weeks. So it's like week one is 50, week two is 100, week three is 150, week four is 200, like that, just building up. You have the option from starting from ascending to descending. But you see, again, because I don't understand, like investment, you're getting like 8%. 8% is not that much if you think about it, but I feel like in yeah, my it's head... It's a very it's, much when you compare it to hey, America. Me and mom were having that conversation about interest rates um, in Kenya, what you guys think is a little versus American. 8%, I wish. I wish. Yeah, so <laughs> they do that. Like, you can do, like, you can save on things, like, if it's emergency, um, you have the option to put it as a fixed thing, like, lock it for a period of time, or you can have it open. So... I've been using that, don't know much, like I haven't tried it for long enough to actually give you information on it, but it helps me feel like I'm saving with a goal, even though I don't know what I'll do with the money, like at the end of the 52 weeks, but I'm like, at the end of the 52 weeks, it'll be like, I think it's 64,000 or something like that. So because you're doing it in small bits, it doesn't feel like you're putting like a giant load of money aside or whatever it is. It's making me more conscious about what I'm saving for, well, or saving ideally but i think i'm looking for a financial person because i was talking to there's a cousin of ours who does financial things and they're like oh you should go and do this this is a good company to like give you um if you want to go into bonds and things like that so i think that's the space i want to go into also i don't understand it at all but yeah i want to go into that yeah may i use may i use uh mint it's an online whatever so essentially what you do is you just link all your cards to um mint and um you can create budgets on there but it'll literally tell you this is how much you have in debt this is how much um you spent in like percentages on um groceries on this on this and this on entertainment on whatever it is so as much as i don't use the budgeting tool it's always nice to go on there and look at um how much i'm spending in different categories where i'm like why am i spending so much on eating out maybe i should eat out less um why am i spending so much on entertainment maybe we need to change that so that when you see, I don't know I'm a very visual person so when I see like a pie chart with different colors and you can see how much of each category you're spending things on it's easier for me to be like okay let me just make this change having too structured of a budget stresses me out 
that would be a nice app to have but us guys aren't card people as much i think mpesa do you think there's a version yeah. for mpesa <laughs> <laughs> well i think, business idea i think the mpesa app does that if you're not using the safaricom app itself if you use the mpesa app it will show you based on the transactions um that you're sending out what what the bulk is i don't know that it's as specific to categorize them but you would be able to see maybe based on you know kplc or you know the different cost centers um i don't use any apps at the moment um so i i'm happy to check out some of those but maybe to close is there one money mistake you've made that you think you can share with people or so that someone doesn't do the same thing it doesn't have to be super detailed or like from what you've learned in your experience of money is there something for me it's for me it's the credit card thing um this economy that we're you know in america specifically um it's so easy for you to I think even in Kenya, because I've heard of so many people who get into that where it's so easy to spend on the credit card. And um, as much as you're making your payments on time, that bill can really get high. And then you're not necessarily making a dent because you're putting more on it. So I've never had like a very extreme um, situation where I went too much in debt. But there's definitely been times where I'm like, ah, I should have probably saved a little more yeah. or not put as much, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know that people do a lot of, well, there's maybe people using credit cards, but I don't feel like debt is as big here, like outside of like a loan from the bank or from a SACO. Um, maybe even access to credit cards might be a little lower than it is in the States. But yeah, I hear you on spending what you have gadani do you have any no i don't think so again i'm so scared of using money i don't know that i've gone into like anything dramatic like when i'm buying something if it's a big purchase it's very practical so i'm like i'm going to gift myself a laptop but it's because the laptop i have like can't charge you know what i mean <laughs> but i'm like yeah i will gift myself a laptop or my phone fell and something i'm like i will gift myself a phone and it's like no you're not gifting yourself you're giving like but that's the only way i can think about it so um i don't know that i've done anything let me think uh, no i haven't done anything dramatic um with my money um i'm afraid to get credit cards i've had dramatic stories about them so i guess that's not a space though people are building credit now and i'm just like should i risk it but like i said i'm a princess i'll just wake up one day and be like guys i'm moving into nyam's house i finished all my money <laughs> so <laughs> yeah um i'm afraid to let princess me know she has access to more money because she'll be like oh have we reached we have arrived. Okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. I think for me, um, there are definitely some decisions I made without seeking um, additional advice. Um, so I think I, w- I got a life policy, um, but I think I got it because the person was relentless. <laughs> 
not necessarily because I saw the value. And now that I think about it, it's not really a savings product, even though that's the way it was presented to me. Um, I think people will say whatever they need to say to sell the thing. Um, and that's not a bad thing also. Um, so I think for me, it's making decisions based on someone's relentlessness um, without considering if it actually makes sense for what I want in the future or how it is beneficial to me. So I think going forward, that has now been like at the forefront of my mind in terms of what's the benefit for me. Like if I'm not seeing that or I'm not comfortable in this is something that I need to do right away um, or I'm not able to get the returns that I want out of it, then I'm more likely to decline. Whereas before, maybe out of maybe that fear Gadan is talking about um, and maybe also that, you know, some people can be so persuasive, you know, that she comes to the office like seven times then you're just like, Sawa, I have a loose 3K I can yeah. be putting there. <laughs> you know, but it's like... Exactly. Really? When you think about it, like, maybe even that 3K going somewhere else would give better yield. So um, I think making decisions rushed or without um, proper research for me is one of those things. So yeah, you guys also let us know what are some money mistakes you've made or what are some resources that you've found helpful in managing your um, finances. Where do you fall on the different dimensions when it comes to acquisition, when it comes to spending, when it comes to management? Um, is there anything in this episode that resonated with you? Let us know. Um, and where can they find us? Gadosh? You can find us everywhere on social media at OKKiasi. That's O-K-A-Y-K-I-A-S-I. You can also write to us an email at OKKiasi at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Um, if you can rate us on the platform that you're listening, leave us a comment that as well. We'd love to hear also your um, responses. We met someone who was like, I know Maliansa, you spin the wheel. Please write your responses to the spin the wheel <laughs> to us as well. We'd love to hear like what's happening in your life as well. So yeah. And as always, I'm Shiko. I'm Yam. And I'm Gathani. This has been OK Kiasi. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.